Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Yeah, we're down at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And Tom Wasselcheck tonight. And Tom Wasselcheck is helping me with the visual of that. I'm sure that's... Tom, Tom yeah. was being your uh, teleprompter. A yeah. teleprompter. But I couldn't see him in the words at the same time. I'll, we're, I'll pod your cast. <laughs> we're, we're back here with uh, set two, episode two with Harmonious Whale. Simpson. That's a Peter Mulvey song. Yeah. We love Peter. We all love Peter. We man. all love Peter. Pete was, Pete was on the show, yeah, Peter, yeah, earlier. Yeah, it was fun. 
Super fun. Night. The place is still ringing from it. You can still feel the heat. <laughs> I still feel, feel the peat. Still out there, yeah. The residue. <laughs> yeah. So he spent some time in Boston. Boston, yeah. Boston, yeah. You were Ireland. in Boston. Ireland. And Ireland, too, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Peter you guys Moby. have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. He's quite the troubadour. Yeah, great yeah. songwriter. That song yeah. about Simon mm-hmm. Stimson. I'm not sure what it's about, but I, I just sing it anyway. <laughs> I, I love the songwriters that, that write things. You know, you look at the title, and you wait for that word, and it never happens. Never, right. Yeah. And it really, and it was, what? What does it mean? Like the vegan <laughs> zombie's lament. Exactly, I kept waiting. It's not in there. Yeah. It makes you, like, have to think. Ouch. I hate that. It Damn hurts. But, ouch. So you guys have been to Ireland, right? Ireland, yeah. I, I, so um, what was your impetus to go to Ireland? Well, both me Maggie and my families are, are Irish. Irish. We're all yeah. Irish, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the Irish thing going. Yeah. Lovely people like to go there and drink. Yeah. <laughs> me, uh, my Enough parents, said, I guess. My no. parents <laughs> went there years and years ago to visit my mom's family, and uh, it's in the north of Ireland, and they're Catholics, Catholic landowners in the north of Ireland, which is kind of a rare thing. And they went to Bushmills, and there's a sign on the Bushmills distillery that said, help wanted Catholics need not apply. And my parents <laughs> got all offended, and... And the, the, the family member they were with said, don't worry, they buy all their peat from us. So Protestant Bushmills is made with Catholic peat. So. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I won't tell anybody if you won't. Oh, it's, <laughs> that's why it tastes so good. That's that, why it tastes so good. It's, it's that got, conflict. You've got to have a little yeah. bit of conflict. <laughs> a little juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. in the glass. You know? Right. Somehow it makes it taste really smooth, though. I don't get it. <laughs> Can't we just get along? <laughs> Here, well, have one of these. Maybe the already got it figured out. <laughs> why, yes. Yes, we can. Sims wrote a Scottish air recently. We were in Scotland last spring, a year ago. And um, it's, it's uh, based on his favorite scotch to drink. I mean, who wouldn't write a song about their favorite scotch that they drink? You have to. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Lagavulin. Have you ever heard of it? Lagavulin? Never have. Where can, is it? You can get it at liquor stores. And uh, it's delicious, and it's very smoky, and Tom has a is glass that, full of oh, it. that is it. People who aren't um, here but are listening to this. Just hold it up to the microphone, Tom. You can only picture the beautiful bronze, Mary, brownish. Mary, if you don't drink scotch, you're gonna. How Mary, is it, Mary? Take a little. Oh, oh my goodness, it's very smoky. It. Mm-hmm. Very smoky. It's smoky. It's half gone now. Give it back! Give it back! That's <laughs> no, okay. Oh, wait, I just want to smell. I just want to smell it. Smell it's very smoky. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and that's Lagavulin. And we went to the distillery there, and it's on Lagavulin Bay. Yeah. On the island of Isla, southwest of Scotland. So if you so, said that in a sort of a Scottish brogue, would you be able to understand that you're talking about the island of Isla? Yes, just like you just said it. The island of Isla? Brilliant. Brilliant. You must be joking. <laughs> there's a pal of ours who, there's another place there called um, Erin, like the Irish sweaters, but it's a, uh, an island in Scotland, and they have um, beer called Erin Aaron, uh, Aaron Ale, and our friend was there, and he asked for a pint of Erin. And the guy said, what? I said, I'll have a pint of Aaron, please. Loud bar. Oh, what? I'll have a pint of Aaron. And he just wasn't getting through. And finally, the guy was getting frustrated. And he looked right at him and said, a pint of Aaron. And the guy slid him this beautiful glass of beer. And he said, you just got to say it right. I'll have a pint of Aaron. That works. It's not Aaron. It's Aaron. So. Yeah, beautiful song. So we'll get Chris okay. and Mary to help us with this. It's a perfectly made for a cello. Here's a, a little air. It's called the Lagavulin Bay. It's a beautiful place. Mary, bow went right with you. She's sharpening her end pen. Yeah. Yeah. I had to find my bow. It was stuck on my C clamp. You okay, Mary? Yeah. Get your okay. end pen. Like I'm very good after some of that whatever the heck that smoky stuff was. Lagavulin. Lagavulin. Oh, yeah, Lagavulin. The name of the song? Lagavulin Bay. Okay, I'm going to tell you, sorry. This is the song, but the first words are about the angel share, and if you haven't ever visited a distillery in Ireland or Scotland, you won't know what that is. Um, as soon as you enter the building, it smells like whiskey because the wooden barrels emit their scent. Two percent of every barrel is, evaporates into the, the atmosphere, and they always refer to that as the angel share. So there we go. The angels share on Lagavulin Bay Is in the air and the wine 
there right now. <laughs> I want to compliment our hosts. I've been to several of the shows and a guest with another band and now here tonight. And when, when they join in, their accompaniment, no matter what style of music, if you've been here before, you've heard it. You know what I'm talking about. These guys are great. Let's have a nice hand for Mary and Chris. Just, Thanks, Tom. That was really nice, really pretty. I think something about a great melody, you know, it deserves to be played like a great. I mean, we're all jazz players, and it's wonderful to improvise and and you know play around things. But sometimes it's a great melody. Sort of like play the melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Nice job, Sims. Great song. And so, nice job, Maggie. Thank you. The time you spent in Ireland, in particular. I mean, I'm sure we've we've been to to the mainland Europe, and also I guess in uh, we've been in to Wales and, th- and such. But this sense of history. It's very interesting to me, because I, I, I don't think we've, we've never been there playing jazz, and it, it seems like such an, to me, maybe an odd juxtaposition, but maybe Yet not in the so. same way, it's also perfectly beautiful, because you think about yeah. jazz in New Orleans and, mm-hmm. and the architecture there. And, I mean, you can't get right. away from the architecture, and you don't want to mm-hmm. when you're over there. And maybe, we, yeah. Well, the thing also about like in Ireland and Scotland is everybody plays, and... And, you know, corporate music is kind of an American thing. Although yeah. German music can be pretty stiff, you know. Yeah. German radio is really formulaic and stiff. But in yeah. Ireland and Scotland, it is so loose, and everybody just plays. And maybe that's that spirit of jazz music, is just mm-hmm. feel free to just play it. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Jazz know. and folk are so... We were playing in a really little pub yeah. one time, and the pub owner said, um, hey, during your um, set, could you please tell all the listeners that next Friday... Um, so-and-so is going to be here. We said, sure. So we kept announcing, be sure to come back next Friday because so-and-so, I can't remember their name, is going to be here. And there were these people sitting right at the front table and they were listening intently and actually writing stuff down. So anyway, we came for our set break and we were going to go get a Guinness and they came right up. They just looked so friendly, so I went up and, and talked to them and said hi. And, and they said hi and um, 
And they said, you know, um, we're the next band. We're the ones who you're announcing. We're going to be here next Friday. I said, oh, wow, it's really nice to meet you. What kind of music do you play? And they said, we do you. <laughs> so that's what they were taking extra notes. And um, so there's well, a, a Harmonious Will cover band in Waterford, Ireland. That is quite a compliment. It's very funny, yeah. Wow. We do you. He says, I, I wish I could great. remember their name, but it was quite a while ago, so... You could have really screw, screwed him up. You said, this is a tune we do in the key of F sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Modulates to yeah. L. What? <laughs> you play it in 5-4. Yeah. yeah. 6-4. It's a great four, big H section coming up. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You must have a million stories, though. Oh, there was another one. I'll just say real quick. <laughs> we, we have another beautiful song that Sims wrote. It's called Emmett's Tune. And we met this couple, and we played for their wedding, and they just were so lovely and gracious. In fact, their wedding was incredibly beautiful. And as the sun went down, all the attendants, all the people at the wedding followed them down a hill to Lake Superior, where he picked up his bride in her gown and scooped her up and put her into a canoe. And then he pushed the canoe off, and they paddled into the sunset across the bay to where their honeymoon cottage was. Okay, these are these people. So anyway, it turns out they had a little baby, and he had many, many complications. He has had multiple heart surgeries. But we will get Christmas cards from them, and they named him Emmett. And they played Emmett's tune all through their labor. And the birth of this child, it was a boy, they named him Emmett. And now he's having all these heart complications, and they continue to play that music uh, that Sims wrote, the Emmett's tune, on our very first CD it is. And it inspires them. Yeah. So yeah, That's you cool. don't know. Unless people come back and tell you, you just have no clue, any of us, anywhere, yeah. how And you don't think is. that could be the problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had so to go there. I was just it's, lying right open. It's like, like, yeah. That's beautiful. So, you know, yeah, you never know who's out there listening. Or not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but if they ain't listening, it ain't a problem. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, right. Never to once. Never to once, yeah. But Tom, you brought a tune back. I don't know if uh, this is in set order or not, but you... You instigated a, a tune here. Yeah, on our Taiwan, our Taiwan tour, um, I, I went out uh, one of the last days we were there. Actually, I was there a couple of days. Uh, I just got on the, the train system, the subway system, beautifully organized, easy to get around town in Taipei. And I went to uh, uh, a great, large, uh, bustling temple full of uh, worshipers and visitors, and incense was burning and gifts were being laid. And all through this, a temple, music was being piped in. It was the same repeating melodic figure done by voices and some flutes, just, and just no harmonizing, just, just this melody. Yeah. And um, the first, it was pretty much in my head, but I, just to be safe, just to be sure, I, I brought a little digital recorder back the second day and recorded it and uh, harmonized it for the band. And, and is this on uh, Resist Temptation? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is on the... The, the, our latest uh, CD, I forgot. And, uh, and there's a really cool video of, it, video of it on our website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shot out at the uh, Thai Pavilion at, uh, at Obrick. Oh. As we were getting ready for our trip to, to Taiwan, people said, oh, man, you're going to have great Thai food there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Well, they were right. They were right. So you guys will join on this one. This is called the Longshan Temple Song Chant. Excuse me.
Thank you. I played that. I'm right back there at that temple. It's really something. It's a beautiful it's amazing. melody. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. How old do you think that melody is? Yeah. No way to know. Um, old as that scotch you're drinking. <laughs> I don't know. We did. Uh, we did quite a bit of research to find out before we recorded it. You know. Yeah. I mean, is, can you do this? Is this? You know, we've talked to a lot of Chinese people, a lot of Taiwanese, and said, no, no, it's okay. It's you know, I don't know if it was something sacred or. You know, if it would be a, an American faux pas to, yeah. to, to use it, but it, it, uh, but to improvise it, it over the okay. chord changes, come on! <laughs> we actually met uh, a, 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 a she was a Taiwanese star, you know, a pop star there, yeah. and uh, she was a radio DJ, and we uh, spent a couple of days with her, and she was just hilarious. Her name, they all take American names. Um, her name was Helen Wong, but uh, she would tell stories about singing these songs, and they were pop songs, and then she would go into this Chinese thing about Chinese trauma of, if you don't marry me, I will jump into the ocean. <laughs> so Maggie was trying to you know, learn a little bit of how to place it just perfectly Chinesey. Sounds like country music. Yeah. No. Different countries. No, no. Just thematically. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play some French music? Huh? Yeah. Okay. What would that be? Oh, yeah. This is a song that Sims wrote as a French musette, and it's um, on the new record, too, Resist Temptation. And Chris plays squeeze And Chris box. plays um, accordion. Chris joined us on that recording. Uh, my accordion's at home. I forgot my accordion. You don't have your accordion tonight. No, no. It, Tell the truth. You don't, remember a thing. you don't remember a thing about this song. <laughs> Tell the truth. I just remember little beads of sweat were popping off your forehead oh, yeah. onto the accordion while you did this. Thank God for digital editing technology. <laughs> This is called Joie de Vivre, The Joy of Life, and um, How Can I Find It and Reflect mm -hmm. It in Others Like a Mirror is the message. Mais les mots, mais je veux, ce qu'on est ce 
Merci. Merci beaucoup. I did not know that you could write the musette, my friend. What? 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 Huh? I don't that was speak French. <laughs> Just came did in a dream. Maggie, do you speak French? I don't. I learn okay. things phonetically. It's a very beautiful language, though. It is. Just to Maybe. Sing in. The French think so. French, yeah. yes. We have a friend that translated it for us, and he, uh, he's speaking into a tape deck, and he read the words in English, yeah. and then when he would do it in French, his voice would go all smoky. <laughs> same guy, same voice. Yeah. Well, have you Je noticed that like, the women over in France, they speak really high, mm -hmm. and I don't know why. I, I hate that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a Midwesterner, and I just kind of where my voice is. And they're like, yeah. you sound like a man. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me. their jeans are so tight. That's right. They cannot express themselves from way down low. Mary and I were, at one point we were over there and we were in Paris and we were looking for the Louvre, you know, and oh, we had yeah. the, the, the tourist map. The Louvre? The, I, I, exactly. The Louvre. Louvre, Louvre. That's right. And, uh, and, and, you know, we were, we were a little lost. We thought and we were I in used, the vicinity. I used my best pronunciation at the time. Your pronunciation was Pardon perfect. Pardon, monsieur, où est le Louvre? And he goes, regarde. It, it was, was across the street. It was right in front of us. Regard know. means, look, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Right across the street. I, oh. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. Oh, that Louvre. Oh. But then the light changed, and he just kind of dismissed us, and he walked away. Yes. You should have said, no, no, the other one. The other Louvre. <laughs> the one in London. No, I'm looking for those blinds, those Louvre blinds. Uh, I don't think... <laughs> It is, it is a beautiful language. Stupid Americans. <laughs> we were watching a, a public television uh, uh, special on Nat King Cole last oh, night. It was really know. interesting. Nice. And I didn't, I, I'd, I'd forgotten that he wrote a lot of things in Spanish, in Portuguese. Or he wrote something, Well, he wrote right? them in English, but he learned yeah. them phonetically. Because wow. he, he learned them, so the people loved him, right? Oh. And they didn't even mind his... <laughs> they said his, pronunci his pronunciation was horrible, but they, lo they loved it, and they kind of got used to it. And so they loved his phrasing of the way he would say like the word, him. even if yeah. it wasn't, you know... You know Correct. Yeah. yeah. Language-wise. You can't love Nat King Cole. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, but making an effort, that really makes a difference, doesn't it? I imagine when you were in Germany, I mean, what other songs do you have translated in different languages? You have a Russian song and a couple yeah. of French songs. Right. No Spanish. Yeah. have okay. to do that. I remember mm -hmm. the Russian song, hearing that yeah. at the mm -hmm. concert in a while back. Yeah, I've, I've heard from some Russian people, it's okay. You know, when I recorded yeah. it, it wasn't. I made a big boo-boo. But oh. I fixed it. Okay. <laughs> The very first line of the song, it was supposed to say, it's quiet in the garden, and I was singing it as quiet in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> kind of blows the vibe of the song. You know, it's a subtle, it's a very fine line in Russian. But I fixed it. So, so can you say the word for butt and the word for garden in yes, Russian? Yes, let me think about it. Garden would be more like sa, and then your butt. Mary would be za. <laughs> I was trying to be ethnic, you know? Yeah. Give, it, give it some <laughs> German kind of stuff. But that was very wrong of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that's how it works. That's good. It's so subtle that... <laughs> I know. You could go around... That's what the Russian uh, translator Fixit guy said. Oh my gosh, this is very funny. He never realized how easily you could make that mistake. He's <laughs> like, this is hilarious. You should go on like a garden tour and continue to say it the wrong way. <laughs> the entire time. A butt tour. Yeah, yeah a butt tour. <laughs> yeah, that would be, be my the, meal ticket. You'd be the, beg, yeah, the next butt big tour. musical comedy act in, yeah, in right. uh, You know, you Russia. put it on YouTube and you got it made. <laughs> How are you doing back there, Matt? Great, thanks. <laughs> Mr. Matt Rogers back here on base. Thank you. He's back in. We didn't fix the lights for this show, so Matt's back there in the uh, netherworld. Back in the bass player world. Yeah. The bass player's got to be used to that, though. Are they? Right, Mary? Yeah. You know. mm -hmm. Unless you're singing, maybe you're out front a lot. Well, at least you don't have a green light on you. Those are the best for white people. <laughs> are you feeling okay over there? The white green people. <laughs> Who's that ghoul in the back? <laughs> well, this is episode two, so we hadn't done this. If you, if you didn't listen to episode one, you should, because that will explain a lot of things. But episode two here with Harmonious Whale, Mr. Matt Rogers on bass guitar, Tom Wasselchuk on the guitar here in the front, 
and Maggie Delaney Pothoff singing and playing a box with brushes, and Sims Delaney Pothoff, mandolin, tenor guitar, and, and ukulele. Oh, we haven't heard vocals. the ukulele yet. Everybody's Sarah, singing. I was there. I was there. Yeah, I did hear that. Okay. Were you sipping scotch? <laughs> no, not at that no. time. Scotch. But you know, a couple sips of that smoky stuff and you're on fire. Ooh, so, Chris, know. we were talking about the Volkswagen <laughs> yeah. before. Buffle, Buffle, yeah. Bufflehead, which mm-hmm. lives now. Thank you, Dan Scott. <laughs> he, uh, his wizard came over and bought it and put the whole thing back together again. It's so nice to see your vehicles rolling. But after that, you and I then decided to buy a, a big Ford. Remember, oh, yeah. we bought the stuff. Line? Stuff. Yeah, we got stuff and smashed that. Uh, then we got rid of that and got uh, these long, you know, the 15-passenger ones. Maxi van. And, band. and right. we, we got hit in the mountains um, a few years ago and rolled it and totaled it. Um, and it's nice to have, had that been a Volkswagen, ooh, ouch. Yeah. That, that wouldn't have come out so nice. But this big Ford uh, weathered that roll. We put it in a, in a ditch. But after that... Um, as we said, our, our writing, songwriting took kind of a dark turn. And uh, this next song uh, is one that Maggie wrote, uh, kind of reflecting on how nice it is to get out of a crash like that and still have your body intact. And, and it's called, I Like to Feel My Bones. <laughs> if you can't see her, I don't know. You, you want to talk about it? You want to explain it? Your, your uh, choice of instrument? Oh, my percussion? Yeah. Okay, this is a scissors that I found in my junk drawer. And I've had some people um, feel sorry for me and gift me with some much fancier scissors. Mm-hmm. Like but Fiskers? I keep going back to the... They don't have the tone? The old metal junk drawer scissors. <laughs> All cripes. Here we go. I like to feel my bones. Take one. Thank you. 
Tom Waits would be proud of that. That's great. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I could hear Tom doing oh, that. Cool. I like to balloons. That song just won uh, Jazz Song of the Year, uh, according to the Mamas. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's great. Thanks. It's funny to have a kind of a sexy song about your bones. Isn't it? Yeah. The scissors is the scary part. One night we were sitting at a club and we played... I like to feel my bones, and the other song that I wrote with Sims after the accident was called Bury Me. And we played those two songs back to back for some reason, and this guy sitting right at the front table looked up, he says, please don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) It was very funny. And did you look at him and go, and why shouldn't I? Give me one good reason. Sharp scissors. Because you can't fly with those, right? I mean, if you go over to Europe, you've got to get your own scissors over there. What do you do? Yeah, you get your own scissors. Oh, just put can't... them in your gearbox. You know? You put them under the plane. Yeah, that's sure. true. That's but true. you can't fly with a cardboard box, except one time I did, and they put it in a seat with its own little seatbelt. <laughs> and then this mother and four children got on the plane, and they needed seats. So the woman carried this box of booze. It looked like a box of booze. It was empty, but who knew? And so the flight attendant carries this box of booze to the front of the plane. Everybody's watching and walks right into the cockpit with it. And she started in the cockpit for me, but it was, looked, looked bad. <laughs> looked bad. Everybody's going, oh my So people start putting their seatbelts on. We wonder why United's flights have gone downhill, yes. That's really good. <laughs> I'm proud to be your pilot today. Thank you very much. Watch this. Got this thing I want to try. Uh, your, your, your latest album, Resist Temptation, you have a stellar cast of special guests on here. This is really cool. David Bromberg is playing acoustic guitar. Howard Levy, harmonica and piano. Have you heard of Howard Levy? Howard's in Chicago. He's played on many, many top... He's, he's one of the best uh, harmonica players in the world, I, yes, bar none. Yeah. I mean, really. One of the original mm-hmm. Flectones. Yep. Yeah. He, we were at the Concourse Hotel here, this was a couple years ago. I don't know, maybe it was longer than that ago, and, and Howard was playing. Were you guys there? No. Did you see this, this show? Missed it. I don't know if he was sitting in, actually, he might have been just sitting in, but he played piano, and he was playing Giant Steps. Yes. Like one of the most, thought of to be one of the more difficult jazz pieces to, to, to improvise. And he, it was like he was not even thinking about it. It was brilliant, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he plays, the remarkable thing about his harmonica playing is he plays a diatonic harp, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, for those, if you, know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there are a couple different kinds of harmonicas. A chromatic, harmo- chromatic harmonica has a shifter on the side so you can get all of the chromatic, all of the notes. All the half steps. All the half and steps and everything. Mm-hmm. A diatonic harmonica only has the eight pitches like of a ba da 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 da. So if you want to get all those in between notes, you have to bend the notes like a blues harp player. But, but with your breath. With your yeah. And Howard can play. I didn't know that. Any kind of scale. Wow. Mm-hmm. On a diatonic harmonica. And when he played piano on this recording, he insisted that it be recorded in Chicago in his own studio because, because yeah. it's his piano, and it had just been worked on. So they had to wait for like a couple of months for it to completely settle and. Uh, for the tuning to settle and everything, but I mean, he's a master. It was worth it. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, he tears it up on. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he's on, such a uh, nice man. Poshty Wash on the tune that's in five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's sick. Uh-huh. That's the, uh huh. The producer, I wasn't there for it, and the producer, you know, I called him to see how the session went. Yeah. He said, it was sick. It was, <laughs> it was just sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all played brilliantly on it. I can't imagine, like, having a tune that you're really familiar with, you've played for a long time, and then having somebody throw a curveball like that at you, mm-hmm. and then have to put it on a recording immediately. Yeah, in that when, moment. When the producer yeah. said that to us in the studio, without any preparation, both Maggie and I were, were crying. Right. <laughs> and we were swearing and crying at the same time. Great combination. <laughs> How'd that go over? <laughs> we're such babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> He was unswayable, evidently. Apparently. Yeah, he had Apparently. a concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he had a concept. But we still love him. You know, he, he's, you know, we're looking forward to the new one, which we have laid down bed tracks for. That song by Harry Nielsen and the, I don't know, he, he just comes up with some weird ideas that, uh, the, the Nielsen song, it's called City Lights. Look it up on YouTube or something. It's a really cool tune. But he, something we played on, on day one of our three-day session, a little melodic figure, reminded him of this song. He says, oh, well, I'll look this up. So the next day, you know, he finds it for us and makes an MP3 for us. 
and we do our recording on the next day, and then the night of the second day, we're in our hotel room trying to figure out this really wicked progression. It's beautiful and elegant, but it's, I've never seen anything like it and probably never will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the morning of the third day in the studio when we're sitting there for like an, about 90 minutes deciding on what chords we, we believe that it's there and what we're gonna, how we're going to approach it, and, and then we recorded the song. I mean, that's the way this guy likes to work. Yeah. It's way outside of our comfort zone. Have but, you paid uh, him yet? <laughs> No, that's the beauty of the record label. Paid him? Call the record label. Could you hold off on? We bought bought him a sandwich. (laughs) Hey, speaking of not paying people, who else was on our record? The last one. Anybody we know? Oh, yeah, there are a couple other people. Come on, Chris. Chris Wagoner. Well, I'm on there. Okay, I'm on a couple. It was very fun. (laughs) Yes. Actually, Chris, we did a uh, one of the other tunes that Aaron, our producer, talked us into doing was um, "Unfaithful Servant" by the band. And yeah. you and I sat and did many, 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 many takes yeah. on, the, on the slide guitar. In Sim Studio. And sent them all the files, and they built a solo. That, it was really <laughs> it beautiful. It, it's a beautiful solo. So how much do I owe them? <laughs> yeah. A sandwich. <laughs> I haven't gotten the bill yet. That. A cheese sandwich. Excellent. Hey, you want to talk? Let's do another. Let's do one more tune, uh-huh. please. But uh, we're here with Harmonious Whale. Thanks again yeah. for coming down tonight. Wonderful thing. And, and if y'all didn't hear in episode one, I actually uh, was an original member of the band many, many years ago. In the mid-80s, Sims and I started the band, but it's been through, through lots, of, lots of changes since then and lots of great years and travel and many recordings. Um, Maggie, could you mention also coming up, the Midwest Gypsy Swing Festival is happening again. Yeah, August 21, 22, Harmonious okay. Whale from Madison, Caravan, um, G- Gypsy Jazz Ensemble from Madison. Uh, Alfonso Ponticelli, Chicago, Robin Nolan from Amsterdam, um, Kevin uh, Gonzalo. yeah, Gonzalo Bergara, thank you, uh, from Argentina. I think that's about the whole list, but you never know who might jump in there. You know, we're going to have some uh, jamming on the grounds, gypsy campfires, there will be food provided to, for sale, and it's a big love fest, I'm telling you, you got to love this stuff. So, so what's a gypsy, a gypsy campfire? We have gypsy campfire at the end of all the concerts. And uh, it's the only gypsy um, festival, according to all the gypsies who come here, that has a, an actual campfire like this. Oh. So we just make this beautiful campfire, and people gather around and jam and play and dance, and it's under the stars, wow. and it's lovely. And it's always perfect And um, more information at whale.com, W-A-I-L.com. Cool. Yeah. So what are you going to play for us? Should we do it after you've gone? We could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. You, you used to tear this up. Oh, man. Back when you were oh, a young Turk. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, Chris, you still got it. Come on, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, wrong set list. Sorry. Well, thank you very much for having us. You, you're welcome. What key are we doing this in? After? Yeah. In, uh, in what key? Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter. See? All right. One, two, one, two, I want two, three, and...
Please check out Harmonious Whale at whale.com, W-A-L.com. Thank you for coming tonight. W-A-I-L.com. Right? I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> Thanks to Andy LaValle from Bear Sound doing our front of house sound mixing and as our podcast producer. Thanks to the Brink Lounge for having us down here every Tuesday night. And uh, Mary Gaines here. And my, my name's Chris Wagner. And come check us out at madtoastlive.com. Podcasts are released every Monday and Thursday on madtoastlive.com. Thanks for coming. Thank you.